Seltzer Kings Podcasts. What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. What's wrong, love? What's wrong? You are going to help me. You, you are going to beat heads and, and, and fix my life. Well, you're completely lame. Tonight sucks. And look at me. And look, look at stupid Buffy. Too dumb for college and, and, and freak Buffy. Too strong for construction work. And, and my job at the magic shop? I was bored to tears even before the hour that wouldn't end. And the only person that I can even stand to be around is a neutered vampire who cheats at kitten poker. Oh, you saw the cheating, did you? Also, I think you're drunk. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy and the Vampire Slayer for the first time. Can we review our reactions? We're your hosts. I am Joe Welkie. I am Vance. And today we're talking about Season 6, Episode 5, titled Life Serial, directed by Nick Mark, written by David Fury and Jane. Oh boy. Espenson, Espenson, Espenson. Yeah. Uh, original air date, October 23rd, 2001, to an audience of 5.68 million people. And before we get into the episode, everybody, we've got a couple of shout outs from Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe with the shout outs in the morning. We're in the Sloppy Joe era, everybody. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, people, before we get into the shout outs, you may have noticed that Joe saw the name Jane Espenson and freaked out like he'd never pronounced it before ever. And we're six seasons into the show. And it's just a little discord uh, pronunciation that just got into his mind. And I, I'm, I'm I, surprised yeah. he even let it sink in. I would have just I pronounced got the it yips on it. <laughs> got the yips hard. <laughs> and just if you're a listener, you're like, what? is going on what did jane yeah. do to him why yeah. is joe freaking out jane broke my brain yeah it's uh jane es- broke my brain espenson it's espenson. espenson and sometimes you go espenson espenson and uh i think it's fine either way you do yeah, it it's I, whatever you you say starbuck you know yeah so. you know we're we're having a good time here everybody <laughs> don't get the yips joe just <laughs> yeah but uh, here we go. We got some shout-outs, Sloppy Joe shout-outs. We've got Masi Masi. Thank you so much for your five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We've got the Gen X Professor, Gen X Prof. This is awesome because they are uh, a professor of pop culture studies, and they gave us a five-star rating and review. Really dig it. Thank you so much. We are 
academics, Vance. Yeah, I mean, if you ever need a guest for your lectures or your classes, you know, we're we're we'll, we'll come in for a fee. Yeah, we're available for for, for stipend for uh, <laughs> for tenure. <laughs> and we've got one more sh- 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 shout out from down under. We've got a special good eye shout out for Platinum Nineteen. Thank you for your five star rating and review. Really appreciate that. I like that people uh, enjoy our podcast because we don't go into excessive social commentary. (laughs) (laughs) Even though last episode, I think we stopped multiple times for commentary. Yeah. But But not uh, excessive. But not excessive. Not excessive. Yeah. We just talked about cereal for forever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Yeah, we did. So if you want to get your very own shout out, five star Apple podcast rating and review. Five-star Spotify rating. Send it to us somehow at Boys Watching Buffy on Instagram. Boys Watching Buffy at gmail.com. You can send it to my DMs at Joe Welke. That was the old school way. Um, so, yeah, that's how you get a shout-out. Or if you get something from our wish list, uh, which we have linked in the show notes, join our Discord. You won't get a shout-out about that, but just join it. That's a general just join it. We've got a lot of good times going on there. That'd be way too many shout-outs if it shouted out everybody on Discord. But, yeah, uh, if you're in Discord, try to get Joe to get the yips again. <laughs> or or yeah, get me just, to get the yips. Just Yeah, just <laughs> make me question my whole reality. <laughs> Much like Dawn. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. We got our uh, join our Patreon Patreon.com backslash boys watching Buffy, where we do boys watching Angel, boys watching movies. The movie this month, since it's spooky season, is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Had a good time with that one. Don't know when it'll be out, but it'll be out soon in October for yeah. sure. It'll either be out this Thursday or next Thursday. There you go. But you know, join, join so. the Patreon so you can get it. Yeah. And then there's also Joe's Fashion Report slash Corner, a video series where I break down the fashion of each episode. And uh, having a good time with that. Um, So the last episode ended with Buffy being like, oh, I have to go to Los Angeles. I have to go meet Angel. And Giles is like, oh, you're going to go fucking meet him in the middle? Or are you going to go all the way to Los Angeles? And Buffy's like, no, we're going to meet him in the middle. And so me and Vance were like, ooh, what's this going to be about? Oh, is Angel going to be heavily involved in this episode? You'll have to go to our patreon.com backslash boys watching Buffy to find out. Because <laughs> we don't get any answers about the angel thing in this episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But maybe we get some in Angel. Maybe. You'll have to sign up and find out. But as with each episode this season so far, I'm about to get freaking launch into my monster era. We got a peachy keen this time around. Ultra peachy keen. It's a good one. It's a good one. But uh, Vance, do you have any announcements at the top before we get into the episode? No, I do not. I am drinking some green tea, and that is uh, that is it. Out of the Buffy mug. It's not. It doesn't have the same thing when we're talking about what we're drinking during the podcast when it's not similar yeah, or not something. It was specific era. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Ultra Peach Keen Monster. Zero sugar. Gotta watch my figure. Anyway, this episode, Life Cereal. I don't even think we even gave any predictions because we were just like, I don't fucking, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we ended up giving some predictions. Mine was that it would be a very meta episode. It's not really. I also yeah. predicted 
that Anya and Xander would reveal that they were getting married did not happen. And I'm not going to predict it at the end of this episode. (laughs) And then it should happen next episode. (laughs) Yeah, there was a while where like you were one episode ahead on your predictions. Um, And you predicted that they would play the game of life in real life. Or something like that. Oh like yeah, because like Anya a was loving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't. Which happen. I actually really thought about more throughout the week, and I was like, that actually is a pretty good prediction for them yeah. to play it. The game is cursed. They go into it, and it's like this fake uh, Stepford Wives type yeah. lifestyle. And he gets all pissed and she tries yeah. to trade her children with for money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it could have been all oh. based around the whole uh, Anya and Xander admitting that they're getting married and that kind of thing. That would have been a good episode idea. I could picture it, you know? Yeah, but instead we get this, which I enjoyed. I thought this was a very fun episode. (laughs) Instead we get this, which I enjoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't want to make it seem like I didn't like the episode. (laughs) This is a fun one. I feel like we got the high schoolers back, so it feels a little season one-ish. Yeah. Yeah. A little light, a little silly, a little pop just like nerds talking about stuff kind of yeah. you know star wars references i dig it, I dig it a lot it's james bond references mm-hmm. but uh yeah so this episode opens up with a recap of joyce's death buffy being broke the trio getting together which is now what we've been informed is like what the fandom calls warren andrew and jonathan so i will henceforth be referring to them as the trio same uh spike and buffy bonding recap and then buffy going to see angel recap the episode actually opens up with buffy returning home with a big old bucket of fried chicken and she's like hey guys i brought dinner home it's a big old bucket of fried chicken and uh no sides nothing no sides are come come unless on, they're buffy. in the bucket huh maybe she no, ate they... the sides on the way home <laughs> i haven't been to kfc or gotten a bucket of fried chicken in a while but i don't think the sides ever came in the bucket yeah i, I don't know maybe in some no. they do or maybe no. buffy ate them on the way home no buffy just came in with a bucket of chicken no sides no <laughs> drinks <laughs> that is a little inhumane that's is that worse than mr trick driving through the drive-thru just to get a soda <laughs> no because buffy's broke yeah, I was, that was my first thought. I was yeah. like, oh man, she's broke, but she's got She doesn't have to bring back bucket. food for them. How long has she been yeah. gone? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But she definitely doesn't have to bring back food for them because as Buffy walks in, we see Willow, Tara, Dawn, and Giles. They're already sat down. They're having a feast, it looks like. <laughs> it's like Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Giles has a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, there's like a huge bowl of corn. <laughs> I mean, he's sitting in the seat that willow's uh laptop used to be in so i don't know i know he must have been like get that shit out of here put a book there (laughs) computers are for losers put a book there um but yeah buffy's like oh i guess nobody wants uh some chicken oh well more for me and then everybody starts to feel bad and they're like oh we'll eat some we'll eat some chicken we'll eat some chicken willow does this really fucking lame joke where she's like yeah i'll have some chicken because I'm a breast go- breast girl, but you already knew that. It's like, we get it, bro. Yeah. We get it. And Giles' reaction is even like, <laughs> we get it, bro. Now on Tara's side, I'm like, is Willow pretending now? 
<laughs> she's over yeah. like she tried too hard i just loved giles reaction he takes a pause like kind of shakes his head like ew yeah. <laughs> she's like you know i love lady parts and he's like i yeah. don't think you're real <laughs> yeah you're trying too hard plus he also doesn't like willow anymore yeah he does not but uh so then dawn gets to asking the question that we all wanted to know she's like so buffy uh what was it like seeing Angel? How was it? What'd you guys talk about? What'd you do? What'd you, what happened? And Buffy's like, I don't really want to talk about it. You know what I want to talk about instead? Let's talk about how I'm going to pay these bills. <laughs> well, they, the thing that I noticed, they asked Buffy, what does she plan? What's, what is your plan? And then she lays out the plan of how to pay the bills. But then I go, she just got home, guys. Like yeah. she just stepped in the door and you're like, so what is your plan for your life? And like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Like, she's, she's been alive, what, like a week? Yeah, it has to be like a week. Yeah. yeah. They do some kind of like weird misdirect where like, like, so what was it like? And then Buffy starts talking about the bills and they're like, no, we want to know what like you were doing with Angel. And Buffy's like, I'd rather not talk about it. And then like, so what are your life plans? What are your goals? What are you going to do? What do you mean? I'm just gonna walk around and slay until I get killed again. That's yeah. I'm a slayer. Like what? They keep yeah. they keep pretending like she has a chance at a normal future. Like she can I know. like she can be a lawyer somewhere. I guess she does need to get a job since no one seems uh, interested in paying her for being a slayer, except for maybe a little bit later. Has a slayer ever lived this long? No, it seems I don't like. No, is Buffy the most successful slayer in? history i don't know she died twice already <laughs> that is true and that's crazy to think i was talking about it with somebody and it was like they, they were like well buffy died how did they bring her around? i was like actually this is the second time that buffy's died <laughs> yeah. uh maybe faith is the most successful slayer because of just longevity faith is still out there everybody i keep thinking about how being the chosen one like think about it. like it seemed really important it's like you're the chosen one but yeah. why did they choose faith yeah is there no screening process <laughs> yeah isn't there another kendra out there yeah don't they have to call up some references or whatever well bro if you think about it like why would they choose faith why would they choose buffy <laughs> she uh, was buffy like has like the this, cordelia like, of her yeah of but her she school. has like this innocence the heart like she's She's kind of good at coming up with plans to destroy stuff. Like, she's got a skill set for that. Um, Kendra was training for it, so she's different. Yeah. But Faith she's just had, different. like, raw power. Was it like was the Slayer thing just being like, you know what? Let's try something new. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Let's try somebody really unhinged. Yeah, let's get... <laughs> the world's changed. We need, like, some take no guff. No, like... Yeah. We need the person from Bring It On. That doesn't even want to be the cheerleader, but she's going to do it anyway and never do any cheerleading. <laughs> One of our previous uh, boys watching movie episodes. <laughs> it's the same character. Uh, but yeah. So they ask Buffy what her life plans are. What's her future hold? And Buffy's like, dude, I don't know. I mean... Maybe I'll go back to college. I don't know. I was thinking about going back to college, but that was before my mom died. And I had all these bills and I missed the registration. 
And then Willow is like, you can come and audit classes with it's like, boy, that sounds like a load of fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that seems like a way to just kill time during yeah. the day. <laughs> why would they do that? Like, why would Buffy do that? Just yeah. take classes for no purpose? And it's not even like she had a major. She's just like in college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Buffy's like, yeah, maybe I'll, yeah, sure. That sounds like a good time i guess yeah maybe i'll do that i'll mm. audit classes sure yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll keep talking about this stuff as it goes on so we cut away from this scene and we go to the trio and they're talking about how they're going to uh take down buffy and they're like i don't know how we're going to do it because the slayer Slayer always has a plan, it seems like. She always is on top of stuff. She seems like she's got a lot of life goals going on. She's <laughs> a big old plan that she's working towards. Um, and then they all decide, like, all right, well, if we're going to decide to, like, get rid of the Slayer, we need to, like, run her through some tests. Because we don't know exactly how powerful she is. We don't know a lot of stuff about her. So let's, like, try and figure some stuff by running her through some tests. Let's also test ourselves, see how powerful we are and how we match up against Buffy. And also check out this incredible spy van that Warren built. And they go through it and it's just like teched out with all of these screens. It's got one of those like satellites that comes from the top, like a news van. It is incredible, dude. Remember like season one and two, how we kept talking about how like the school is just full of geniuses. Yep. <laughs> like, There's three of them in one van. <laughs> like, I don't know how much of a genius Jonathan and Andrew are, but they're not dumb. Like, Andrew, I will say, his artistic ability is amazing. The airbrushing that yes, he put dude. on this. Yes. Airbrushes I didn't know if that was star. a decal. I, I was like, that's got to be a decal. But if it's him airbrushing that... Unreal. Yeah, incredible. Unreal. Incredible. Uh, yeah, he had but, to make it because he talked about how it's like a different oh, yeah. layout than another layout. So it's just, yeah. I looked at that, I was like, the detail in that? Yeah, and he was like, I guess I could paint over it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. if you can just whip that up really easily in a time that they don't even notice it, then geez. Like well, again, if you could have Warren whip up this incredible spy van in the in the time, like that thing is tricked out. It's like a pimp my ride van. Warren could be doing anything legal to make money. I know. What is his, what is he doing? He's in, he's a bad guy. They're just bad guys now. The, the hell mouth has seeped into the brain. And I mean, he could be a bad guy for the government. Like the government isn't good. He could or a corporation. He could legally yeah. be making money doing bad things for a corporation and he'd probably do yes. better because he has no morals they're talking about killing yes. buffy who they like <laughs> dude wolfram and hart from angel should hire him <laughs> oh my god that's oh, yeah there was almost a crossover in angel but yeah. it wasn't really but this van like and i can't believe people didn't bring up how much of a genius this guy is <laughs> Like, in our Discord, we have people talking about, like, yeah, I guess nobody ever really brought up, like, how crazy smart Warren is. Like, this dude is unreal. Unreal. 
wild, dude. The tech savviness of Warren is crazy. And now yeah. him is a bad guy. Yep. Maybe maybe yeah. you were right. Maybe they should have put him on the team and it would have kept him off in the straight and narrow and he could have been on their leash. But they didn't have the money. They didn't have the yeah, bank robbing true. skills to true. that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, their plan is they're gonna like use the spy van to like watch, watch Buffy, and uh, without her noticing, it's gonna be hidden in plain sight, and they're gonna be able to spy on her and figure out all of her weaknesses and all this stuff. And then we go to Andrew making that Death Star spray paint airbrush thing, which is just insane. Yeah, insane. But yeah, they decide that they probably shouldn't have a Death Star because they want to be incognito and that's not going to really uh help with that yeah a black a, a black van is super incognito yeah <laughs> he could have just been in a car i know yeah but, but whatever but yeah you need the van it's more interesting yeah so anyway we go to buffy and willow in school and buffy's auditing her uh they say that this is a sociology class later on but i was a sociology major with a specialization in social psychology. And we never fucking talked about this stuff. And our classes were not like this at all. I'm going to poke your social psychology mind when we talk about something in Angel, for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they're talking about social construction of reality. And it's just like every student is doing like a zip, zap, zop, fucking <laughs> just bouncing around, just... <laughs> Yeah, answering questions and it's so fast and the teacher's like all right and if that's true then what david david's like got this incredible essay of an answer and he's like great great david well if that is all true how does this happen alexandra and buffy is looking around like buffy's head spinning she's like ah, i don't think i'm ready for this yeah. and willow looks at her and she's she talks to buffy and she's like what are you talking about you know maybe it just takes some time to get reacquainted and reacclimated to the whole college scene, but you're not dumb. Like you don't have to worry about it. It's just like, you got to get into the flow of the class and everything. And then she just, there's somebody talking, answering a question the whole time mm -hmm. that Willow's talking to Buffy. Willow turns her head, raises her hand and answers the professor's question that there's no way that she could have heard. And the professor's like, great, good job, Willow. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. This is the worst class I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a nightmare. It's, it's a call and response class. And it's like popcorn <laughs> answer, like popcorn reading. But instead of popcorn reading, it's popcorn answering life's yeah. biggest questions. And I didn't pay attention to anything anyone was saying. I was just like, because it was, no was mumbo jumbo, yeah. dude. Like it made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> and Buffy's like, what? You call him Teacher Mike? Oh my god! Like so much has changed since I've been gone. I'm like, you were at the same school. You realize like Maggie Walsh died, so it's probably like not a lot of hard asses here. Yeah, I when when they were introducing the this uh, classroom scene, mm -hmm. and the teacher had his back to the students. I thought it was going to be that teacher that Buffy had a moment with when she was dropping out. Remember that? It could have been. I don't know what that, that poetry was. teacher or whatever. <laughs> I guess that scene was just to say, Buffy liked poetry class. I guess so. Remember <laughs> we predicted that that's how Spike's Inn was going to be? Mm-hmm. Yet to come to fruition. It's uh, still a possibility. 
Yeah, it's still a possibility. I think I they got to bring probably going to happen. I think they got to bring back Spike as a poet. I'm surprised he hasn't written anything yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he has. He's probably got journals and journals and journals of Buffy poems because he's a softie at heart. Oh, maybe he wrote them in the program of a uh, of Buffy Bot. <laughs> Buffy Bot. It's like hidden in the. It's hidden in the code. In the code, he just wrote. Also, you like poetry. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Buffy feels dumb and she's like walking through the hall now. And she's like, I don't know if this is right for me. I feel kind of dumb. This is weird. And then, uh, a dude, a mystery guy with a black hat and a black jacket bumps into Buffy and puts a little chip or a device on her. And obviously it's Warren. And he like looks at his handiwork. He's like, all right, cool. Jonathan and Andrew are watching from the van. Warren gives a thumbs up on like the security camera thing. And they're all like, all right, we got Buffy chipped. We got her implanted. This is cool. And I was like, what does that chip actually do? First, I thought it was going to be a tracker. But then they say we put the inhibitor on her. Okay. And that is what happens uh, a little bit later on. We have a. Uh, Tara meeting up with Buffy and Willow and Tara and Buffy are now walking down the hall and Buffy's like, ah, dude, I went to Willow's class and I don't think I'm cut out for it. And Tara's like, why don't you come to my dumbass class? It's uh, just some kind of art history bullshit. Here, check out this textbook. It's literally just pictures. <laughs> Buffy takes it. Art like, history is a pretty. real class. I took it. <laughs> I don't remember a lot from it. I remember I learned about columns, the three types. Uh. <laughs> Buffy takes a, the book and she opens. She's like, "Ooh, pretty picture!" And she <laughs> finds this one like gothic-looking art piece that looks some like weird. And there's like a moment of like, <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, "Whoa!" And Tara looks back at her, and Tara's like, "Hey, dude, are you coming? Like, why? What are you doing?" And Buffy's like, "Oh, sorry, dude. I guess I just must have must have spaced out or something." And then she starts walking around and she's talking to Tara. And then she hears the noise again. It's like, and Tara's like halfway down the hallway now. She's so far ahead of Buffy. And she's like, Buffy, what are you doing? What are you standing there for? And Buffy's looking around like, what the fuck's going on? What's going on? And then Tara's like, all right, well, just come on, the, come into class. Tara goes into the classroom. Buffy, once again, Tara's coming out of the class. She's like, Buffy, how come you didn't come into class? Class is over now. And Buffy's like, what the hell's going on? And eventually she like looks at a clock and sees that it's like fast forwarding. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, my dear Jesus, what's happening here? And my big question for this is, while Buffy is experiencing this fast forwarding, what is she doing in like Tara's mind? Like, is she just standing still for that, like, 40 minutes? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, at first, I thought, when it first started happening, I thought it had something to do with Willow. And, like, I thought it had something to do with the painting. Because she, she looked, looked at, at because she looks at a painting, and it looks almost like a heavenly thing. And you hear this mm -hmm. sound effect, and it's when Tara says, uh, Willow, blah, blah, blah. And then the, you hear this, and then she goes, like, 
what what were you saying what were you talking about oh i just talked about how like willow blah 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 and then she goes to a water fountain and then she says willow again and then it goes and i was like Mm. holy shit every time she says willow after seeing this painting which could have been like that painting was something of like how like what she saw in the afterlife or whatever and i was like that's interesting but then it goes further so it's not that but the first two are lined up where she says willow and she's looking at like a heavenly renaissance painting yeah uh but but yeah this is just some weird unexplained inhibitor that makes time go fast around her but time isn't really going fast or no it it is because we see the clock moving fast how are they watching this though i have no idea and i guess in the school security camera because think about it if time is going that fast they've been sitting in that van watching buffy stand still for like three hours yeah four hours that's what i'm saying i don't know like what is what is buffy doing and do people i mean because now buffy like when she realizes time is fast forwarding she runs outside and everything is fast forwarding around her and people are like bumping into her and she's getting knocked to the ground and shit and yeah when I was like, okay, she's getting bumped. Does it look like to those people that she's falling in slow motion? Like what? Because I watched, happening? yeah, I watched the Flash movie recently. Um, I heard that's terrible. It's not great, but because I heard about how bad it was going to be, it oh, wasn't as it. bad for Low me. Bar. But there's some stuff, the more you think about it, just like, why did they make that decision? <laughs> why is this? And then it looks like a cartoon half the time, which is like, either make it live action or fully animated <laughs> like that kind of thing <laughs> like spider-verse is great and that's just all animation so yeah. anyway but when the flash runs he can see people and move out of the way so are these people that are not affected like it only is supposed to affect her mm-hmm. right so it's making her slower so the other people should be normal speed so mm-hmm. normal speed people should be able to avoid running into her yeah I but know, again, like, it's it's no point in overanalyzing this one because it's I have no answers for it. <laughs> I really don't. I would just love to see their POV like bumping into somebody and being like, oh sorry, and then they just are slowly falling to the ground. Like, <laughs> like, all right, weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Must be the theater kid. <laughs> what play is that from? Yeah. <laughs> is this a flash mob? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Is this pre-Flash Mob? Oh, 100%. Yeah, this is pre-Flash Mob. started around like 2007, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the people running into Buffy seem to be really hurting her, too. Like, she's she's like crawling on the ground and stuff. Yeah. But uh, she crawls underneath of a a, a table, and she's like, what's going on? What's going on? And she takes off her jacket because she feels something in her pocket, and she sees, like, the the inhibitor or whatever well she says she can hear it yeah like it's making some noise but uh warren and jonathan and andrew are watching from the van and this is where i was like oh how the hell are they watching this but there's apparently a video camera in the inhibitor and they're seeing buffy look at the inhibitor and they're like shit she found it she found it oh no oh no we should self-destruct it we should self-destruct the inhibitor um and then they do. And then Buffy's like, huh. All right. Well, that was weird. Mm-hmm. And then the trio kind of like debrief. And they're like, hey, that was pretty sick, right? I, that was pretty cool. Warren, This was like Warren's project. Yeah. 
And as we see throughout the episode, each of them has their own little project that they're going to use to mess with Buffy. And Warren's was the inhibitor and the fast forward thing. And he's like, that was pretty good, right? Like, that was pretty awesome. And the trio is like, yeah, that was pretty good. Jonathan and Andrew are like, that's pretty good. I've got like a six out of 10. And Warren's like, what are you, you got to be kidding me. She was freaking out, dude. Like, that's got to be an eight out of 10. They're like, let's split the difference. Seven out of 10. And then they turn to Andrew and it's like, all right, Andrew, you're up. Let's see how you're going to mess with Buffy. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun episode. Yep. It's a great setup to like, okay, everyone's got their little game of how they're going to freak Buffy out. And then you're just like, let's see what happens next. And then you also get the game of Buffy's going to try different career choices. So that's the life serialness of this whole thing. Yeah. Interesting that they do two time things, though. But yeah. 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 I. uh, I really enjoyed this episode. No, it's It's a a good fun time. Um, So the next test, the next trial that Buffy needs to go through is Buffy's decided, yeah, maybe college. I'm not cut out for that right now. Uh, My head was spinning. I wasn't ready for that. Let me go and do some manual labor work with Xander, which is something that I talked about. You absolutely did. And I said she would hate it. And you said she's strong, so she'd be good at it. Yep. And uh, you were right. So Buffy's talking to Xander and she's like, yeah, Giles offered me a job at uh, the Magic Box, but retail work. (laughs) (laughs) And anyone that's ever worked in retail stood up and applauded that. (laughs) She's like, I'd rather be dead than in retail. (laughs) And it's like, wow, knowing (laughs) it's an interesting joke, knowing that Buffy would rather be dead than anything. But yeah, yeah. But Buffy's talking to Xander as they're walking around on the construction site with their little Zoolander hard hats. Like Xander's is like tilted <laughs> to the side. <laughs> oh, he mentions being in the union too. Yeah. And I'm like, I, he wasn't in the union. He first started working. Yeah. But um, so Buffy's talking to him about like the device that was on her sweater. And Xander's like, oh, yeah, that sounds really freaky. Maybe somebody's messing with you. And I don't know if you saw this, but I think I saw a remaster issue here where I saw lighting people like behind Xander and Buffy while they're having this conversation. Just a dude holding a gigantic like panel of light or like a uh, like a whiteboard, like bouncing light thing. Mm, I, don't, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. No, I guess I missed it. But uh, Xander's like, well, don't worry about it. I got you this job. It's going to be totally chill. Except for uh, everyone here on this construction site is sexist. Let me introduce you to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be, they're gonna be like the construction workers in the Barbie movie, another movie. Exactly. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> what do construction workers sound like? I don't know. I've been a writer my whole life. All right. Uh, <laughs> they all got New York accents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all got New York accents. They hate women. Uh, what else? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They all got goatees. Yeah. <laughs> and they all have Tony, Joe, Rocky yeah. names. <laughs> but uh, so Xander's like, hey, Tony, this is Buffy. This is who I brought on for the job. And Tony's like, are you kidding me, dude? This girl weighs 100 pounds. What is she going to fucking do? Xander's like, no, 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 trust me. She's strong. She's going to be great. She's going to be awesome. Um, I'm going to dip out, though, because I have to go do my job. 
at the uh, top of the building. So Buffy, you're on your own. Good luck. And so Xander leaves. And then all definitely, the guys just definitely not how that will work at all. He would, she would yeah. definitely be on Xander's team. You bring yes. someone in there on your team and yeah, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> so she's left alone with all these construction guys and they're uh, all sexist. And they're like, what is this little freaking doll baby going to do? Yeah, you can cheerlead for us while the real men do the work. Oh, what is this affirmative action? No. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, all right, we need to haul all this heavy ass stuff. Oh, from here to over there. Who should we get to do it? And then one of them's like, get the freaking blondie over there to do it. Buffy's like, oh, okay, fine. And she just picks it up really yeah. light. And then she's like, starts walking it over. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, holy shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, they don't react big enough for me. Dude. That's a two-person. Yes. That's a two-man job if it's 100 pounds. Yes. Yeah. But... <laughs> Buffy just like picks it up, throws it over her shoulder, starts hauling stuff. Yeah. And then so she places it. She's chatting with one of these construction guys and she's just like doing everything super efficiently, super quick, super successfully. And then that, that guy's like, hey, lady, what are you trying to freaking make us all go broke? I get paid by the hour and you're doing this shit too fast. I'm going to go broke if you keep doing this. Oh, yeah, the lazy union worker thing. There we go. <laughs> Got to squeeze that in. <laughs> Meanwhile, the trio is spying on Buffy with the largest binoculars you ever did see. <laughs> <laughs> they were nice. They were big, but they were nice. It was like half of Warren's body. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they got all that bank robber money, so they like loaded up on equipment. Fair enough. But uh, they're looking at Buffy and they're like, all right, Andrew, you're up. Let's do it. Your turn to mess with Buffy. And then Andrew goes into the back of the van, sits cross-legged, and he starts playing a pan flute. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, he's uh, that's his skill set. He can summon. Yeah. And Buffy's on the construction site and she can kind of hear this pan flute like vaguely in the distance. She's like, what is that? And Tony walks over to Buffy and he's like, hey, blondie, blah. Well, when he walks over, he walks over and there's a wrench. It's like Buffy's getting water oh, from one of right. those uh, high school uh, water jugs that you would get. Yeah. <laughs> Gatorade jug. And then it's like a creeping POV camera. And on the foreground, there's like a giant wrench. And you see the wrench come off and she turns like, oh, shit, someone's about to hit me with a wrench. And it's Tony. Yeah. And Tony's just holding this wrench like in a way that no human would hold a wrench. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was just walking over to tell you how good a job you did while holding a wrench in my hand for no reason. <laughs> a wrench that didn't have in my hand before. I picked it up before I saw you. Yeah. But <laughs> as uh, he's talking to Buffy, demons show up. And Buffy shoves Tony out of the way because this demon's about to attack him. And then Buffy starts fighting the demon and she's beating him up in front of like four or five. I think it was like two, it was like two guys, really. It should have been I, more people, but there was two main cowers. There was two I main mean, ones. And one of the guys two main was a nice towerers. One. Yeah, there's sure. other people. I mean, it's a freaking fight in the construction site. Right? You could hear that. Yeah. And stuff's like getting busted through and shit mm -hmm. 
I'm pretty sure it's like three to start. But then, they, uh, you're right. There is like two main guys that are just yeah. cowering. Yeah. Um, and Buffy's just like fighting all these dudes, all these uh, demons. And as she kills them, there's like three of them. As she kills them, they just turn to goo and melt and dissipate and disappear. They turn into the uh, Capri Sun commercial from that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so accurate. <laughs> yes, they do. That, that effect was everywhere. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Buffy beats up all of these uh all these demons and in front of all these construction workers like at at the very least two of them who don't help don't help at all don't help at all yeah um and then after Buffy beats them all up Buffy notices that black van that this trio is in and the trio is like oh shit she noticed us she noticed us they start kind of like squabbling they hit a car horn yeah they fall and on it's the, the car Star horn. Wars yeah. Star Wars car horn uh, theme on the car horn. Which I was like, Jesus Christ, we get it. They're nerds. <laughs> Andrew's like, hey, you didn't say anything about the horns. You just said the painting. <laughs> I don't think that horn would make me think. I mean, it wouldn't make it specific. You wouldn't hear it. And you'd be like, oh, if I hear that again, I know yeah. it's following me. But I wouldn't think right away that that would be what sets it apart. Definitely don't draw yeah. a Star Wars thing on the side of it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But after they, like, the, the trio, like, kind of cower in fear and, like, try to hide from Buffy, Tony comes up to Buffy and she, he's just kind of like, what the hell, you dumb bimbo? Why are you attacking me? And none of the other construction workers stick up for her. They're like, oh, yeah, this freaking bimbo. Yeah, she must be here that time of the month. And Buffy's like, bro, they were demons. I saved you. You guys were crying shit in your pants in front of me. Once you she said that, once up. she said that, I was like, there's no chance they are ever going to admit to crying in a corner. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the way she had framed it in the beginning, I was like, she's like, hey, I was fighting him and you guys were all cowering. I was like, oh, they're not going to admit to cowering. Yep. You lost yep. that one. <laughs> if you would have been like, they all helped me fight a demon. She, they would have been like, yeah, we all helped yeah. fight a demon. Yeah. Remember you killed that one? Wink, wink, wink. wink. Yeah. But yeah, he blames it on her period. Typical women when their periods hallucinating about demons. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. then Xander comes down and Xander's like, Buffy, what the hell's going on down here? And Buffy's like, dude, a bunch of demons showed up and they were attacking and I saved everybody. And Xander's like, is there any proof of these demons? And she's like, no, well, they melted and turned to goo and Capri Sun after I beat them up. And Xander's like, no, Buffy, no. Okay, you can do this anywhere, anywhere else. But don't bring it to my job, okay? Anywhere else. Don't bring it here. And then Buffy's like, are you fucking serious? I don't control where the demons attack. And he's like, yes. Like, what are you talking about, Xander? You think construction sites are off limits? Yes. Dude, that's where you beat glory. <laughs> it probably is this exact same place. But Xander, like, has a long walk with Buffy off of the construction site. And 
he's like, look, I know I'm sorry. Uh, he didn't say I'm sorry, but he's like, yeah, this maybe construction isn't your, your, uh, field of job stuff. <laughs> maybe this isn't really your, your bag. Uh, and Buffy's like, are you firing me? He's like, oh yeah, I'm absolutely firing you. But, uh, maybe you should go to Giles's to research what is happening because you had that fast forward thing and now demons are attacking you on this construction site. Something's definitely going on. And, uh, yeah, you should totally go to the magic box and totally research. And Buffy's like, you're firing me. He's like, yep, give me your construction hat. Turn in your badge. Turn in your construction hat. <laughs> turn, in, turn in your bright, bright new, like we purchased it this morning. <laughs> At Party City. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, your <sighs> village village people construction hat. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I think she was really digging construction, too. It seemed like this is the most excited I've seen her about anything ever. Yeah. She was being too good at her job. So much so that the people were like, stop. But (laughs) but also, in this world, the only thing we need to know about construction is that you lift things. (laughs) 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 Like That's all we see her do is like lift up two beams. It's like a little more to that. Does she know how to use a drill? Does she know the screws? Like, could you, yeah. could you, could Nobody, you use a saw? They didn't even have somebody sawing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so much more to construction work. Uh, Here's what's construction work in Sunnydale. It's wearing a hard hat, <laughs> lifting things, and having a pencil behind your ear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you're really fast, you get a tool belt. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So that is the end of Andrew's turn of messing with Buffy. That concludes her uh excursion into construction work Mm -hmm. because now buffy is working at the magic box her worst nightmare Nightmare. something that she fears worse than death Death. (laughs) (laughs) because she's already been dead twice but she has yet to have a retail job i'm like working for giles who is like she loves giles but also Mm -hmm. they can bump heads a lot and then working with anya and then working with customers at Sunnydale who would shop at the magic box. Yeah. That clientele. Dude. Well, we'll get Buffy, into it, but yeah. Okay, I, I just thought of this. Buffy absolutely should work at the magic box because then she has eyes on everybody buying all this freaky shit. No, that should be Anya and Giles's job. She shouldn't have to do that and beat them up later. Like they should keep track of it. <laughs> You know, like fair enough, fair enough. Like the watchers came in and said, Giles, what are you doing selling this to regular people? The yeah. watchers were right. That's the only time I agree with the watchers. Yeah. But Anya's giving Buffy a talk about like, here's how you do this stuff. Here's how you do inventory. Here's how you uh, record the sales. And Giles is doing research. He's got a bunch of books and I don't know how the trio managed to do this, but they have like a camera in a skull that's on the shelf in the magic box. I was like, whoa, how did they do that? They just went in one day and popped it in there. <laughs> that's, all, that's all it takes. There's, the magic box has zero security, it, which is insane <laughs> since this is their meeting place. Yeah, Business, it has witchcraft books that you shouldn't even look at that's out in the open. Yeah. It's... It's a hazard. It's a hazard to the city. Yeah, it's the Wild West. It's anything goes in the magic box. 
Yeah, the magic shot was box never has this been big. Smashed, too. smashed to shit like four times already. Yeah, this is the same store that uh got smashed when Spike came back yeah. that one time too. Even though it looks different, this layout's different, but yeah. But the magic box is bugged by the trio, and they're spying on Buffy, getting the the kind of talking to about how it all works by Anya and Warren's watching and he's like god damn this is so boring holy shit I'm gonna try and go back to trying to figure out how to find out uh, to get porn on here like can we switch to the porn (laughs) yeah and uh, Jonathan's like "All right, well let's spice things up let's make it a little bit less boring here it's my turn to mess with Buffy now and Jonathan sits down He's got his spell all ready to do it. And he's like, all right, here we go. Here's how we got to do it, guys. We got to sit in a circle and we all got to hold hands. And Warren and Andrew are like, ew, gay. Well, I'm not holding <laughs> hands. This is gay. Well, Andrew's like, ugh. And then Warren calls out Andrew's homophobia. He's like, yeah. You know what it says about you if you're homophobic? Yeah. <laughs> and and then Jonathan's like, yeah, yeah I got to, can somebody, uh, hand me the my magic bone and they're like (laughs) magic bone (laughs) yeah and Jonathan's like guys grow up (laughs) they must have had so much fun like I hope like I know we've heard some awful stuff from the sets of Buffy but I hope these three had fun doing this because it should not be fun what they're doing yeah but uh yeah so Jonathan's like all right this is gonna sound a little weird so don't make fun of me when I start doing this spell it's going to sound odd but here we go and he starts doing his spell and the van starts smoking and then it gets incredibly smoky and they're like (laughs) (laughs) so they open the back of their van which is parked right outside of the magic box and smoke is just coming out of that van dude and a lady just out, in, it's daylight. Lady just walks by it, walks into the magic box. No questions, nothing going on. Like, if you saw that happening, you'd be like, yo, was there a fire in the back of that van? It's been a week since the bikers were here. And they don't give a shit, man. Main Street just yeah. keeps busy. Like, it's insane. Got it's horse insane. blinders on. <laughs> like, a car yeah. smoking means get away from it. Mm. I guess that it's kind of like the New York subway. Uh, the New York subway is a lot different than a combustible vehicle above ground. <laughs> yeah. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And if there's fire, there's gasoline. And then, yeah. Man, blowy up. Yeah. It just, <laughs> at least someone would be like, hey, what's going on over here? You would think. Yeah. But there's no Somebody cops in Sunnydale anymore, though. We were lost. That's true. They live in an anarchist town. <laughs> yeah. It's ruled by the demons. I <laughs> <laughs> wonder who the mayor is. Yeah, who's the new mayor? Who's the new principal? Is there a high school in Sunnydale anymore? I don't know. There used to be multiple high schools. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with high school. Don goes somewhere. Don goes to some school. That is true. Yeah, Don, we have seen that. (laughs) Whatever. But this customer comes in, this lady, and Anya's like, go, go help the customer. Giles is like, it's all about, he's giving her a speech, like, it's all about service. I like to think about this as like, the library and I try to give people exceptional service and the sales will come. Then Giles walks away. He did nothing at the library. 
Yeah. <laughs> no one ever checked out a book. So then Anya walks up after Giles leaves and she sees the customer walked in and Anya's like, go sell that person something, Buffy. It's not about, so just go sell them something. Just make them buy something. <laughs> and Buffy's like, okay, well, these are two different uh, approaches to owning this and operating the store. So Buffy's like, all right, I'm going to go help that customer. On her way, some guy stops her by the candles and he's like, hey, which of these candles will create like a romantic atmosphere and Buffy smells the one she's like mm, I don't know about that one that one doesn't kind of smell that great she smells another one she's like oh this one smells like lime here get that one and the guy's like thanks a lot and Buffy's like you're welcome starting to feel good about herself and her ability to help customers now about these candles are they magic candles or are they just candles one's like a slug monster slime and one's like a just a fragrance key lime pie yeah <laughs> and i was like is this guy so dumb he can't tell which one smells good or is he yeah. asking for which stuff because if i'm buying a candle i'm not going into the magic box unless it's like this is a make someone fall in love with you candle which would also be something they shouldn't sell yeah yeah i i don't even question things yeah. anyway. like there's some things that i'm just like yeah i guess it's fucking just a good smelling candle well i'm about to question some stuff in this next part for real <laughs> so buffy walks up to the female customer that walked in and buffy's like hi how are you doing how can i help you and the lady's like hello hi i'm here to get a mummy hand because i'm about to do a prosperity spell and i need that mummy hand in order to complete it and then buffy like tries to do a joke with her and the lady's like not not buying it he's just like shut up and get me my bummy hand lady i was like oh okay well it's just in the back let me go to the back i'll go grab that mummy hand be right there so buffy goes to the back and the mummy hand starts moving around and then it eventually jumps up and starts choking buffy and buffy's like <laughs> grabs the hand off of her throws it onto a crate and then grabs a knife and just stabs it and then brings it out to the lady on the knife. And she's like, hey, here's your mummy hand. And it uh, comes free with this super fancy knife. I forget what the name of the knife is. But then the lady sees that and she's like, that mummy hand is dead. I don't want it anymore. There's no life left in it. You, I'm not satisfied with this. This is not what I wanted. And then we start Buffy in a Groundhog's Day-like time loop. Now, I'm sure that you have your questions about this mummy hand. Why are they selling mummy hands? <laughs> <laughs> Why are they selling live mummy hands? What the hell is going on? This is something that you can call up the store and be like, hey, do you have mummy hands? Because we... We've seen a Mummy Girl episode. Uh-huh. They had to stop the Mummy Girl. Now we're just selling mummy parts? I mean, the lady knew about, like, like it needs to be alive. Like, <laughs> that lady is sus as fuck. There's just a mummy hand in, like, the basement or back room just there. And it hasn't choked anybody yet? Oh, oh yeah, I think I saw one back downstairs. Let me go get that. What? What? I think yep. everything that Jonathan 
and Andrew get for their spell? They get from the magic box. Yeah. They, Jonathan's <laughs> magic bone. Yeah. He's like, oh, do you got a magic bone that I can uh, control time with? Like, And they're like, oh, yeah, we had two of them in. Which one do you want? Do you want the loop forever or a loop for century? Like, Jesus. <laughs> you want fast forward? You want slow motion? You want... <laughs> <laughs> do you want to free someone in time and have the perfect day ever? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, shout what? out our angel podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, like, what? I was like, it's no way. It's a, it's a mummy hand. Like, yeah. sell some fake shit. Yep. And she's like, she knows it has to be alive and moving. I mean, what is this? How often does Anya get choked out by this mummy hand? Because yeah. any, it, it's like Buffy walked over to it and just jumped at her. Uh, I'm here for a Yeti skull. Uh, do you have any <laughs> Yeti skulls? No, we got uh, Bigfoot toes. You want Bigfoot toes? Like, what the, what is this? <laughs> what is this world? <laughs> But so the scene restarts and we have Buffy zoomed back to her original starting position where she was having the conversation with Giles about like, oh, yeah, I think about the library. I think about the store like it's the library and service is what's important. And then Anya comes up to her and she's like, yeah, we got to make a sale. Go make a sale. And Buffy's like, we already did this. What what's going on here? The You hear the ching, 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 ding, ding, ding of the customer walking in and it's the same customer lady and Buffy's like, what is this? She walks by the guy again. The guy's like, which uh, candle will give me a romantic evening? And Buffy's like, this one guy here, it's the lime one. She goes up to the lady and she's like, Hey, I'm here. I'm looking for a Buffy's like a mummy hand. He's like, yeah. How'd you know? Buffy's like, huh? Something freaky going on here. And then we go to the trio in the van and Jonathan's like, yes, this is an awesome spell that I have produced. This spell involves Buffy being trapped in a time loop and she has been given a, uh, a task that she must resolve in order to get out of the time loop, but the task is unresolvable. So she's going to be stuck in this time loop forever and go insane. I wish... He would have said it that way because I went back twice and had to rewind because I couldn't hear understand what he was saying. And mm. I know you watch with captions on, so I put captions on just so I could like figure out what he was actually saying there. And he says it has to sat she has to satisfy a task that resists solving. Yeah, and the him saying resists solving just got all muddled up when he was saying it, and I was like, wait, what? What is he saying? Just yeah. satisfy a task that resists solving. I was like, resist solving. Resist. He doesn't say like resist being solved. It's like resist yeah. solving, just run together. Those S's just run together. And I was like, what is he talking about? But yeah, <laughs> that was just a little insight into me viewing this and being like, why did I watch this part over? <laughs> but yeah, so the lady is like, yeah, I want a mummy hand. And Buffy is like, I can't give you the mummy hand. And the lady's like, why? I called this store and they said that they had a mummy hand and I'm not leaving this store until I get my mummy hand. Like, damn, Karen. Yeah. Now, my question would have been, is this person real and is this mummy hand real? 
Yeah. But apparently it seems like it is the way this thing ends. Yeah. Uh, so I, but I also wanted to talk about the Groundhog Day premise. You haven't seen Groundhog Day, right? I have not. No, but you've seen everything, but you know, so many other things like Happy Death Day. And yeah. uh, there's just so many things that are just loops again. Mm-hmm. They have taken that premise and put it in so many different movies. Uh, even Palm mm-hmm. Spring has it. Like, there's so many. It's just, it's Edge wild. Of Tomorrow, that Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, right? Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, just doing the same day over again. And I'm sure Groundhog Day isn't the first one to ever do it, like in story media. I'm sure books have done it and stuff. But a little anime called Stein's Gate, everyone. I think, I think Stein's Gate came out after Groundhog's Day. Yeah, absolutely. And it's more time but, travel in that, though, than it's repeating day, but time travel. Yeah, they have a repeating day situation in that one, but no, I, I probably I don't even know if I got to that because Stein's Gate yeah, is didn't. not my jam. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> You stopped right before that started. <laughs> I don't think I would have liked that. If I was not on board then, I don't think that would have yeah. turned me around. But uh, what were you about to say about the time loop situation? I just just that there's just so many of these. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting concept. It's an interesting concept, but it's also like the multiverse. Again, I'll bring yeah. up, I watch Flash, and Flash would be interesting if you didn't have to watch multiple marvel and spider-mans and there's just so much multiverse stuff yeah, like loki's doing it. off the nerds like crazy no, no i mean the flash is dc and then you were like you gotta watch all this marvel stuff no no i'm saying marvel stuff because the marvel stuff has a lot of yeah. multiverse and then sony with spider-man yeah uh, so I mean, like, they're getting really into the weeds with the multiverses. Yeah. And then you have Loki as multiversal stuff. And even Ant-Man dealt with multiverses. And there's just so many multiverse things in media now. Yeah. So this is like the Groundhog Day for me. I'm like, we're getting an oversaturation of that premise. So when you see it, you're not like, oh, whoa, she trapped on the same day. It's like, no, I've seen it. Now, I'm not yeah. saying that that's bad for this, especially for when this came out. And it's only like a part of an episode. So it's interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like a this quarter is, of the episode. Yeah, yeah. So this, is, this isn't a criticism on this. I'm just relating it to like stuff that's coming out now in 2023. Yeah. yeah. And plus, no one, I don't think, will ever top the multiversal story of everything, everywhere, all at once. That movie yeah. was so yeah. fucking good. It's a lot more multiverses in that than Doctor Strange <laughs> In the dude. multiverse, which had no multiverses in it. Dude. It had like one montage. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you haven't, if everybody listening, if you haven't seen everything everywhere all at once yet, highly recommend that movie. Mm-hmm. It's great. That's one of the ones, like one best picture that I was like, yes. I was like mm-hmm. campaigning, but I was like, yes, that <laughs> needs to win. Because normally I think best picture movies are like dour and depressing and fucking just really... Yeah pretentious but like mm-hmm. that movie was so good dude yeah i like parasite too yeah. i haven't seen parasite but i heard that one's really good parasite's good it's unique it's interesting yeah yeah but uh yeah the lady is like i'm not leaving without the mummy hand so buffy like chops it up into a bunch of little pieces and she's like never said that it had to be fully formed and together and the lady looks discouraged and pissed off and then restart the loop and now things start to get wacky where buffy is just like pissed off that she has to keep reliving this she like 
just throws the candle at the guy. She breaks Giles's glasses. She breaks a little bell at the door. She rips it off its hinges. She's just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, but I can't do this. <laughs> um, God, I feel so bad for her, man. Yeah. And uh, so eventually, Buff, like the, the trio is watching this. They're like, this is hilarious. She's freaking out. Buffy eventually figures out like, you know what? We don't have that. Uh, the one that we have is bullshit. It's bad. I'm going to special order you one for delivery. And you can come in within the next couple of days and I'll get you that mummy hand. The lady is like, all right, cool. I am satisfied with that resolution. And thus finishes the time loop. Do you think that that customer would be satisfied based off of her first interaction of I called and you said you had it? I don't think she'd be like, wait, I called. You said you had it. I drove down here. I drove through all these monsters. And I came to Death Alley to <laughs> make my way fight off Death a Alley. biker gang. Yeah. <laughs> and I come here and you say, oh, you don't have it, but you can order me one. I think that she says that they have it, but it's defective or, or something like that. Something like or whatever excuse she gives her. I would think that she'd be like. No, I want to talk to your manager or something like yeah. that. But you got to end. I think it's Buffy is like we can ship it to you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. she was like, "Oh my god!" I guess back then getting something delivered wasn't like now with Amazon. Like yeah. so, they're yeah, like, what, del- they were, "What you can deliver it to me <laughs> like a postman, <laughs> like take like like a like a pizza?" And she's like, eyes lit up. I never had I a, a mummy always. I am always excited to see the UPS guy with his little brown shorts. <laughs> what can brown do for you? What can brown do for me? <laughs> but uh, so that completes the loop and Buffy is freed from the time loop. And the trio is all jazzed in the van. They're like, yeah, that was cool. All right. We freaking did it, dude. Like I Jonathan's like, I, I think I did a pretty good job. I think I did a better job than all of you. And they have this like little competition thing mm-hmm. of like, oh, well, yeah, you did mess with Buffy for she did get freaked out the most, but it was for the l- shortest amount of time technically because it kept replaying. So who knows if she actually and the, they're like, all right, guy, let's just say let's all put our hands in a circle and go. Good job, everybody. We all mess with Buffy, except for Andrew, who I feel like Andrews was the weakest. Andrews was the weakest. I think just run of the mill demons. I think they could have retold. I think you could do Jonathan and Warren's over again and just like, yeah. like replan it out. Cause they even talk about Jonathan's plan of like the resist solving. It's like, you could have made it something harder. He's like, yeah, yeah I guess I could. <laughs> like, I mean, if like Jonathan and Warren combined theirs, like mm-hmm. that'd be crazy. And if they combine it and then if he, and if Andrew wanted to summon something, during that too yeah, that makes it even harder like she has to do this yeah. while fighting awesome demon they can keep her trapped and busy for at least a week yeah yeah i like this trio maybe I, they're not as like goofy and dumb asses as we I think, think they're man, goofy like, as they are but they all have powers like we see yeah. how dangerous like warren's inventions are and yeah jonathan brainwashed the whole freaking world almost 
Yeah, I feel like we didn't give Jonathan enough credit because we kept being like, yeah, the only spell that he knows is like to make the make him seem cool, and then don't, now he busts out. Don't all say this we. <laughs> That's you. I thought they could be the big bads, and you were like, they can't be the big bads. Well, I mean, the last time that we saw them talking to that demon, all they bring up is the stuff that they previously done. Like Warren's like, I can make you a robot girlfriend, and Jonathan's like, I can do a spell that makes you cool. Yeah. So but I figure like, enough time had passed that Jonathan had learned like new spells. Like he's going to be the spell person. Obviously, yeah. if you could learn, if you could do that spell, I think you'd do a bunch of other ones. We've seen how spells work, even later in this episode. <laughs> like the spells, yeah. Are, yeah. Have you see, you've seen Demon Slayer, right? I've seen some of Demon Slayer. Yeah. There's uh, one character who like they they learn a bunch of different attacks but there's one character who like only knows one special attack but he's honed it so perfectly that it's like the most powerful form of that attack mm-hmm. and i was like maybe that's jonathan with that superstar spell but obviously no because no. you can't do the superstar spell again because it's, uh, yeah. it's too it's too, OP. too obvious yeah yeah buffy's like just like oh jonathan's this trying is, to make everybody think he's one. cool again <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's in the Matrix 3 or 4 now. Oh, <laughs> uh, are we going to go to the store and get our Air Jonathans? <laughs> I, I mean, I could, I could just watch random clips from that world. Like, if that was out now, they would just have, like, random stuff on, like, YouTube and uh, social marketing of just yeah. <laughs> Jonathan dunking, dunk contest stuff. So Buffy goes outside and she's like, I'm done. I'm quitting this job. She puts her little name tag down. She's like, this is, I'm not cut out for retail either. Wait, so, before before all that happens, she rings the lady up. And then Anya says, oh, you forgot to charge her for delivery. Hmm. And then Anya says, oh, I guess we can take that out of your pay. And Jazz is like, oh, I guess, I guess that's too. And Willow, And Buffy looks at them like, are you guys fucking kidding me? Are you guys fu- going to take this out of my pay? That yeah. I solved this unsolvable case? And then she just takes off her name tag, puts it down, and just walks off. And I was yeah. like, I was like, Giles agreed with Anya that they would take it, that they would take the delivery charge out of Buffy's pay. Buffy, who you're living with and know has no money. Giles, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Of course you quit. I was so upset at this situation because I could see Anya doing it. Because I could see Anya doing it, right? Yeah. Anya's Anya. She's going to be like stickler for the rules and penny pinching. But Giles just nodding like, yeah, well, you got to learn somehow. Like, no. Yeah. What Giles, is it? Giles What's the delivery like, charge? Let- it's like $5 at most. Giles should have been like, I think we can let that one slide. And they're definitely that- paying Buffy minimum wage which back then was probably like 350 yeah, yeah like, like, like giles not even saying like i don't think we need to do that anya and then they could be arguing and then she's like fuck it i quit that would make sense but the fact that giles just was like yep well you made a mistake buffy you, yeah i mean it is pretty wild I, it, a minimum I, wage in california in 2001 was 625 so they basically took an hour of work away from buffy Minimum wage in other places is only like eight dollars now, which is crazy. Yeah. Which I think is, the federal minimum wage is seven twenty five or something like that. Insane. Yeah. Nothing. Whatever. Again, hey, yeah. no, no commentary, right? No commentary. <laughs> we, 
How could we survive? Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Buffy quits this job. And you know what she decides to do after failing at gotta college? Work, after failing work two at, hours to buy a bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> she failed at college. She failed at construction work. She failed at retail. So what is she going to do? She's going to be a drunk. <laughs> she goes... I'm on that path right now. (laughs) (laughs) Buffy goes to Spike's crypt to just get wasted with him. And Spike is like wanting to help her. And Buffy just keeps pouring shots out of his little flask. And she's like, I don't think you can help me. I'm just going to get fucking hammered, dude. Don't worry about it. And Spike's like, no, you can come and see like what my part of what my job is kind of like what I do. I can go hit the streets and see what's happening and who's messing with you with this fast forward stuff, the demon and the time loop thing. Like I'm going to hit the streets. We can go to the underground and figure out what's going on. And Bobby's like, well, Giles is already on it. And, and Spike's like, Giles, <laughs> what does he ever solve? <laughs> Except for every time I attacked you guys and you guys defeated me every single time and I can't beat the Scoobies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my notes, what has he ever solved aside from opening a random book to a random page and solving everything? <laughs> your, your fake sister can do that now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, when they were pouring the flask, I was like, flasks don't hold that much whiskey. I know. It like, And I they was happy when like it emptied seven out. Seven shots. And then uh, I, was, I wrote down, they need a bottle. And yes. they eventually get a bottle. And uh, oh, we're boy, on our... We're on our Buffy want booze phase. Yeah. So Spike takes her to the demon bar that uh, it's not Willie's because he's no longer yeah. wanted at Willie's. This is a new demon bar. He's not wanted here either. Yeah. So he goes to the demon bar and he's like, hey, I want to go to the back. I want to go to where all the real action is here. Get the lady something to drink. And the bartender's about to pour Buffy a shot. And Buffy just yanks the whole bottle from him. And she's like, thanks. And just goes and starts chugging from the bottle. And this guy's got like a forked tongue, you know. He could be a demon or he could just be a guy with a forked tongue. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I know a couple people with forked tongues. Freaks me out. Yeah. Just I wouldn't want to. I just wouldn't want to do that to my tongue. I don't know what the benefit is aside from aesthetics. Yeah. It's got it. It's more aesthetic. No, it's not like you're like, oh, fork tongue so much easier to eat pudding. I don't know. I saw a, uh, <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day where it was like the two different sides. The girl could move them independently. It looked like, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh god, I didn't yeah, know that that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's some muscle. You could learn yeah, it separately so. if it's split, but like. Probably heals fast. Everything in the mouth heals pretty fast. Whatever. But this guy's obviously a demon with a serpentine tongue. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't so. even question. Buffy just takes the bottle. She's like a little girl. Yeah. They don't uh, with the charger. Yeah. She's not paid for this. Yeah. Hey, that's fine. forty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they go to the back where there is a uh, a poker game going on. Spike's like, "What's the action, guys? What's the action?" And Spike like kind of bullies a guy out of the poker game and he's like, all right, I want in. And then everybody starts like sitting down and Buffy's like, are you serious? This is what your plan is. You're coming here to play poker is dumb. Like I thought we were going to get information. I thought you were here to help me. 
And Spike grabs her and is like, this is fucking what it is. We play poker and everybody talks during the game, idiots. So stop being such a butthole. Sit down, you drunk asshole. And, uh, yeah, we'll get some information. And Buffy's like, whatever. She sits down and just starts chugging from the bottle again. Spike's like, all right, who wants to let loan me some money to let me in? And everybody's like, all right, fine. So they all place their bets and they're betting kittens. And Buffy's like, what? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like they just pull out like four kittens and put yeah. them on the table. <laughs> uh, I think there's the joke here about like, who's going to stake me? And she's like, I'll do it. There's like, oh, yeah. like, why do you think I'm going to walk away from that joke? And she's just drunk yeah. in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> the bottle. I don't know what she's drinking. I couldn't tell what she was drinking. I like that she's also sitting slouched like yeah. a wasted drunk asshole. Yeah. And she's so but, tiny. It's, I know. Yeah. That chair looks like too big for her. Everything <laughs> looks too big for her. But uh so yeah. Then we cut to the trio and the trio's like, we gotta mess with Buffy some more. I wonder how we're gonna do that, because we all did our own little trial thing, so something we gotta figure something out so we go back and spike has won all of the kittens and all the other demons are like you must have cheated there's no way that you could have won all these you're always cheating and then spike's like oh i'm cheating and then like it's revealed that all of the demons are cheating in their own way like one has a card stuck in their arm uh another one spike's like he's got x-ray vision the guy's like use it and so yeah. Buffy's like, this is all fucking dumb. We didn't learn anything here tonight. I'm setting these kittens free. And the cat's just kind of like, walk away. And Spike's like, hey, I won those. He's like, dude, you could easily just re get those kittens. Like, just grab them. Yeah. Like, They're so delicious. <laughs> those demons are pretty fun, guys. Like, I can't yeah, even believe like you'd that... find her attractive. Her skin's all tight. <laughs> She's got yeah, all this melty looking skin. <laughs> But I did like. That Buffy's like, you guys are betting kittens anyway? That's lame. Spike's like, what? They're delicious. <laughs> well, the other demon says it's delicious. Spike oh, yeah. yeah. I guess Buffy's Spike, like... I guess Spike would eat a cat? Yeah, he would. I guess. It wouldn't activate his chip? Yeah. I know, like, we saw uh, Angel, like, eating rats or something at some point. That was yeah. his, like, thing, but... Yeah. But anyway, Buffy's like, I can't believe you took me out here. This is worthless. This is dumb. We didn't accomplish anything. I'm leaving. So she starts leaving. And Spike's like, hey, where are you going? What are you doing? And Buffy's like, look, dude, my shit ain't working out. I couldn't do college. I couldn't do construction. I couldn't do retail. I can't do whatever this is. Like, this sucks. And somebody's fucking with me. And I don't know what's going on. I got all these bills to pay. And I'm wasted. I'm out. So she storms out and then we cut to the trio who are in their van and they're arguing about which James Bond is the best James Bond. Where do you stand on this? I am not a huge Bond person. I haven't seen a ton of them. Uh, I feel like a lot of my references to stuff, which we even bring up when we do, uh, I know what you did last summer comes from the spoof movies back when spoof movies were really good. And like Austin Powers Austin Powers, man, Austin Powers. Like, I don't know. I watch all the new bonds. I remember watching the Brosnan one. I haven't watched a ton of the uh, Sean Connery ones, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a deep knowledge of like, Oh, Roger Moore was better. Or, 
yeah, Dalton was better. I, yeah. There was a while where I distinctly remember on ABC every week they were playing the Bond movies in order. Mm-hmm. And we watched my family, like we sat down and we watched like all the Connery ones. And then we just stopped. <laughs> but the Connery ones were hilarious. Like just yeah. of the time, hilarious sexism craziness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that like the Roger Moore ones were goofy. Uh, I never saw any of the Pierce Brosnan ones, but I saw a couple of Daniel Craig ones and I liked those. But this was obviously before Daniel Craig. Yeah. But this might even be before the Pierce Brosnan one. Did they mention Brosnan? They didn't mention Brosnan, I don't think. Because growing up, Brosnan was the bond for yeah. For but who I think, was, yeah, he, he definitely was, our, was like, already. It would have been the nineties, though. I mean, two uh, thousands probably, right? I'm pretty sure he started in like ninety-eight. Let's see. Well, we gotta look this up. Uh, Golden Eye came out. Uh, bond uh, starting with. Because it was on N sixty ninety five, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Did they talk about him? I don't know. I, I wasn't fully locked have. in. Yeah, I never watched any of the Brosnan ones yeah. either. Brosnan is from ninety five to two thousand two, so that would fit yeah. in here. Okay. For some reason, I, I thought guess, it was later. But like, right. but like that was the first Bond that I was really stuck in my memory was Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. and I remember when Daniel Craig was cast as a new bond everybody was like what the f- what he's blonde <laughs> he's blonde <laughs> he doesn't have a big pompadour <laughs> my wife was watching the david beckham documentary thing and i was watching a little bit of it and it's like mm-hmm. the 90s are such a weird time it's like he shaved his head what he shaved his head some news like britney shaved her head oh my god we gotta talk like just just like celebrity stuff is just so weird like, I mean, it's still today, it's still man. weird. Yeah, I know. But like, it's just I do not get being star obsessed at all. I don't get it. Me neither. We're living through the Taylor Swift uh, going to football games era right yeah. now. And it's like, yeah. why would you put yourself through watching three hours of football if you don't like football? Me and you yeah. watch football. If you're a, but if a you don't like girl football, Swifty. don't watch three hours of of a Kansas City Chiefs game to see her in a booth cheering for a couple minutes. Yeah. There's better use of the three time. hours. Out of the three hours of a football game, they probably show Taylor Swift maybe 10 tops. minutes. <laughs> they Ten cut minutes. to her I was going to say they, five minutes. They cut to her a lot. I will say they cut to her a lot. Yeah. But like, I just don't get it. But they're, they're saying like, these are the highest rated football games they've ever seen. Travis Kelsey has gained like 400,000 Instagram followers. His it's sales f- of jerseys are like through the roof. And I'm just like, really? All because he's root, like he's Rupert quote unquote too. dating, quote unquote. Yeah. It's 100% a publicity stunt. I completely felt that was like her movies coming out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, and he's got his own like podcast stuff and he's, He's got aspirations. Kelsey was in a in a dating show when he was like catching Kelsey. I mean, what that was the first introduction I ever had to him. I didn't watch that show, but I remember the ads for it, and I was like, Mm -hmm. "Who is this guy? And what is happening?" Yeah, Uh, but like, we haven't even seen them like kiss or anything. And everyone's like, "They're dating. They're dating." It's like, 
No, they're not. This feels it, so weird and sterile. And like the mom is like going to Eagles games, hanging out with Jake from State Farm and then going to New York to go to see the Chiefs game. And now she's in the booth yeah. with Taylor Swift. And you're like, what? what is this cross promotional commercial that I'm watching? <laughs> it is very <laughs> surreal. You know, I'm watching it like what? This is real. And I'm only paying attention to it because I watch football. I'm not paying yeah. attention to it because I like love Taylor Swift and like now I'm just like intrigued about I don't care if they're dating or not. It doesn't yeah. matter. Do people not remember all of Taylor Swift's relationships and how they end? Like this isn't gonna be good. No, yeah. Those gonna those be... Swifties will turn on Kelsey in a heartbeat. Absolutely they will. <laughs> Absolutely they will. Yeah. I saw a TikTok the other day. It was like rating all of Taylor Swift's exes out of ten or whatever. I, I hope like, Jesus. I hope he gets a good song out of this. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> upside. Yeah. You get you're gonna be immortalized. <laughs> I know a breakup song. I mean, he's gonna be a Hall of Fame football player with two maybe more Super Bowls, but the Taylor <laughs> Swift song. That's the legacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what we're we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. This uh this show that people really love. Yeah, uh, Buffy uh, storms out. And the trio's arguing which Bond is best. There we go. That's where we were at. <laughs> James Bond just sent us. We went on a tangent like they did in the van. <laughs> this is this is what would happen if me and you were trying to be super villains in Sunny Day. I know. We'd be the duo. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're really dating. No, it's just a publicity set. No, they love each other. <laughs> um. So... Eventually, Spike comes out to chase after Buffy, and Buffy is like looking at the van, and she's like, "That van was at the construction site when I got attacked by demons, and that van, I've noticed that van, I recognize that van." And then Buffy starts to walk over towards the van, and the trio in the van are like, "Oh shit, 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 shit! Here she comes! Here she comes! She's coming over here! She's coming over! Here. We're, we're gonna get busted!" And then, as Buffy's getting closer to the van. A gigantic devil-looking demon comes out from behind the van to yell at Buffy. I just remember what the demon looks like. It looks, it looks like, like the, the devil from South, South Park. Park. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Even the way it acts, too. Yeah. yeah. So this devil comes out and is like, Roar, I am a demon. You'll never get through me. And as he's like monologuing, the van escapes. And Buffy, in all of her wastedness, goes up to the demon and she takes a swing at it and she completely whiffs, twirls down and falls on her ass. So I was confused because I thought she had punched through it at first. When I first mm -hmm. watched it, I thought I didn't realize she had whiffed. I thought she had, like punched through it and it was like a hologram or something. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, oh, she's just drunkenly missed. Yeah. yeah. Falls on her ass, stands up. And then this is the part where I was confused because Buffy kicks this demon in the chest. Mm-hmm. And the demon crumples over as if she kicked it in the nuts. So I rewound. To, I was like, did, it, did she kick it We're in the nuts? We're back to Joe's nuts. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Probably ball stuff. <laughs> Probably ball stuff. I thought it was, he, he bent over like he was got kicked people, in the nuts. People bend over if you punch them in the abdomen too. You get yeah, punched in the gut. in the chest. Yeah. But anyway. So... This is my favorite part of this episode. So after Buffy kicks it in the chest, he's like, oh, 
you may have got the best of me this time, but I'll be back and throws a smoke bomb onto the ground and it just starts going like, and then it just very in plain sight runs away. You can <laughs> see it running away. Yeah. And Buffy and Spike are standing there and Buffy's like, ah, oh, I got away. <laughs> <laughs> and Spike is not that hammered. He should be able to see and be like, it's like literally like before it hasn't even turned the corner. Yeah. He should be able to see it. Yep. The the irony is he could have just turned and ran away. Buffy doesn't chase. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But eventually the demon catches up to the trio's van and it is revealed that this demon is Jonathan in a spell disguise. And they're like, hurry up, hurry up, get into the back of the van. And Jonathan's like, I can't get into the van. I'm too big in this form. And they're like, well, then do the thing. And then Jonathan's like, oh, shit, right. Let the spell be ended. And he turns back into Jonathan. I was like, fuck you, Joe. Cut, get, get, hey, they've what? established it. They've established they, let the spell I know, be ended. But I or, thought it was that one time. No, they've established it. It's multiple Good. times where they do it. Like, I think I think Tara does it when she does made them blind. She just reverses it. Um when there's a split of Xander. Split of Xander. Yeah. yeah. They just honestly Gotta say, Amy the Rat, is she even still around? What's going on? <laughs> I know she didn't cat she casted herself, but at this point. Yeah. Bring that girl back. Her family's wondering where she is. Yeah, could she say let the spell be ended in rat language and turn <laughs> back? <laughs> turn can, she, back? can she put like uh, a pencil in or like maybe have the rat tap something that speaks it? You know? Oh, like Morse code, like, let the spell be ended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god amy the rat that's gonna be a great day when she comes back it better happen they have referenced her several times since exactly exactly she's gotta come back we'll see anyway so jonathan turns back hops into the back of the van and the trio is like they're pretty amped they're like guys do you realize what we just did we went toe to toe with the slayer the vampire sl- they don't even say vampire slayer anymore because they're like she's just a slayer uh we went toe to toe with the slayer dude like we might be a lot more powerful than we think we are and we could definitely fuck shit up that's pretty rad and they're like yeah that is pretty rad but you know what's radder warren discovered how to get free cable porn and everyone's like, ooh, porn. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like three guys in a black van parked in the alley watching porn together. <laughs> yep. Yep. But they wouldn't hold hands. No, no, no. no. <laughs> They'll just sit in the back of a van all boned up. <laughs> uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, Jonathan mentions that like he's only looked big and he doesn't have the size, the power. So as he was a big demon. He doesn't have any power. Um, yeah. yeah. That's a big bluff. Big bluff. Uh, not a bad idea to make it seem like a demon did it. Yeah. Yeah. They actually fall for it. Because they're going to be, they're all going to be researching and figuring out like Giles is talking about it. Was this the demon you saw? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, perfectly drawn picture. Oh, no, that's just uh, someone's fake idea of a demon. <laughs> that's a, that's the devil from South Park. <laughs> 
you, you sure you were definitely drunk right <laughs> you sure you weren't just watching south park yeah <laughs> but uh anyway so we go back to buffy who is back at her house and she is barfing because she got fucking hammered she's all sick and giles is like hey how you feeling i was like i'm feeling pretty rough and you know what dude like Charles, I got a confession for you. I have been screwing up, dude. I am not screwing. I'm not doing this right. I Since I've been back, like I got all these bills. I got all this pressure. I've been fucking up, dude. And Giles like, I think that you're like pushing yourself a little too hard. Like Maybe you're being a little hard on yourself. Fuck you, Giles. I came home. <laughs> I came home and you guys said, what are you going to do with your life? You didn't even bite the chicken I brought yet. And you asked me what I'm going to do with my life. And now at the end of the episode... Yeah, I think you're pushing yourself too hard. You asked her. Yeah. They, they didn't let her you're ease You're pushing in. her. Yeah. But anyway, so this is the time where Giles is like, you know what? You've been working really hard. You've been doing a lot of stuff. You came back from the dead, when, from, from hell where you definitely were, where we all know you were. Um, I wanted to do something a little nice for you, Buffy. So I wanted to give you this. And he hands over a check to Buffy. And Buffy's like, what, is this a check? And she opens it. And she does like the, oh my God, Giles. Giles, this is very generous, Giles. I, this is too much. This is way too much. And then Giles is like, if you don't want it, I'll take it and I'll rip it up. And Buffy's like, fuck that. I'm taking the money, dude. I'm just trying to express my appreciation. I'm taking your money, though. <laughs> and Giles is like, I, it would be larger, but I had to take out the money because you didn't charge that lady for delivery. <laughs> That's the delivery fee. <laughs> That's minus the delivery fee. <laughs> just, gosh. But Buffy folds up the check. He's like, Giles, I just want to let you know, I am, I am so thankful that you're here. And I'm so thankful that you're back. And it's kind of like having my mom back. And Giles is like, so in this scenario, I'm your mother? And Buffy's like, would you rather be my absentee father? And he's like, how about I'm more like your rakish uncle? And I was like, fuck yeah, Giles. She said her shiftless absentee father. Yeah. I guess he's done. Man, he's gone, I, dude. I, yeah, sure. It seems weird that they like kind of wanted to reference him, but then they don't want him in the show. Like he could have yeah. just been gone from the beginning. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, I thought it was weird when she said it's like having her mom back at first, because I get yeah. she's saying it like, "Oh, I feel safe around you," but she says it when the money when she gets the check, and I'm like, "Wait, so your mom was only just the money part?" Like I was like, "That's weird." <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no i guess she's saying like you felt safe and protected which we get to later but the the order of the way she said it i was just like that's weird <laughs> yeah but after this buffy's like well i'm gonna go show dawn the check because it always makes dawn happy when there's good news so i'm gonna go share this good news with her and she starts to walk away and she turns around back to giles and she's like giles it makes me feel really safe knowing that you're always going to be here and you will always be here for us. And then she leaves and Giles is looking and he's like, bitch, I ain't always going to be here. <laughs> I got to play better. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, 
It's so funny because it's so true. It's like I got that. Uh, I got that apartment back in Bath, dude. Like, uh, I, I ain't never said anything about forever. <laughs> what you talking about? I got chicks to fuck back in England, dude. Like, yeah, I, I'm the cool uncle that just like comes said, in every now and then and say, "Hey," said like rakish uncle. uncle Look up yeah. what the meaning of rakish means, my yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah, I ain't raising you and Don. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, but that's where the episode ends with giles looking like i don't know who told you i was gonna be here forever but <laughs> i don't know if you've seen the opening credits but it says guest starring <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so that is it for this episode how'd you like this one you liked it i liked it it's good i i like a setup it where it's just got you know that you know it's kind of coming and it's got two things it's like buffy's gonna do her job and buffy's gonna get screwed over and it's the threes um mm. i don't know it's just it's little good, vignette fun. kind of yeah. things. <laughs> the Scooby Giles is falling into the Scoobies level of just like, what are you doing, man? You know she just came back to life. Yeah. Uh, and I was when he gave her a check, I was like, finally. Yeah, but like, it shouldn't be him giving her the check. It should be the Watchers. Well, she got him the Watchers pay, so sure, mm-hmm. half of true. that stuff is. <laughs> she helped him get it. Like now she's getting manager fees for like getting him his uh Watcher job back. I just, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Just, it's so weird. And now I guess we won't have to talk about money until the next time we have to talk about money in the mm-hmm. show. Um, yeah. You got anything else to say about Life Serial? Mm, I was thinking about when Buffy was in her, like, life loop and how mm-hmm. it's not really that much different than having a regular nine-to-five job where you do the same <laughs> thing over and over again. <laughs> She's like, I've done this before. I was like, what do you mean, sold something to a customer? Yeah, yeah, that's the, you got to keep doing it over yeah. and over again. <laughs> There's your commentary of the week, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Vance's bleak commentary. <laughs> uh, the next episode is titled All the Way. Does the trio get laid? <laughs> Do they go all the way? <laughs> We're all getting laid um, all the way. Hmm. I'm going to predict that this is the trio deciding like, hey, now we've decided we need to kill Buffy. What are we on? Episode six? Yeah. Coming up? Hmm. Or they're going to try specifically like, we're going to go all the way. We're going to kill Buffy this time. It seems too early for Buffy to hook up with Spike. Yeah. Even though she did lean to like the only person I like hanging out with is you like right now. Yeah. They did recap that. We're on the side. Yeah, we're on the side of like, I'm okay with it now. I didn't know how they were going to do it. And they figured out a way to do it. They had to do a weird reset. So, yeah, Yeah, I'm with it. It's still a little weird, but I'm with it. It's still a little weird, but like I care less now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say, you know what? You know what? Okay. This is probably the Xander Anya one. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to predict Zanya, Xander Anya. I'm going to predict that we don't have the trio in this one. That's the only thing I'm going to predict. All right. Fair enough. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. That has been our episode on Life Serial. 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. If you want to get a sh- 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 shout out, five star Apple Podcast rating and review, five star Spotify rating, send it to us somehow at Boys Watch Buffy on Instagram, Boys Watch Buffy at gmail.com. Uh, join our Discord, join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Boys Watching Buffy. We do Boys Watching Angel, Boys Watching Movies, um, Wishlist stuff, Throne thing. We got merch. We got merch. That link's in the show notes. We got merch. Um, and yeah, that is a wrap, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time when we talk about All the Way. need you to hold hands. With each other? Well, you know what homophobia really means about you, don't you? Stop touching my magic bone! <laughs> Shut up. Seltzer Kings. Podcasts.